Happy Halloween, Thunderbirds. The Half Moon Podcast has a spooktacular episode for you this week. To kick things off, we've got two members of the Globalizers to talk about their Halloween for Hunger campaign. Then we'll talk with film critic Sean Shannon about his all-time favorite horror films. And finally, we'll connect with two of Student Council's youngest editions about Halloween. So I'm joined by Sen and Mahak, and they are both members of Semiamu Secondary's Globalizers Club. And right now, you guys are currently working on your Halloween for Hunger campaign, right? Yes. Yes. So could you tell us a little bit about the Halloween for Hunger campaign? Well, Halloween for Hunger is our club's annual food drive that is aimed to raise awareness for food insecure families within our community. It is usually about three weeks long, and we would get all um, block A classes to come and participate. All right. And um, what organization do you work with? Like, what food drive does it go to? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All of our donations will proceed to our local local sources food bank. All right. right. Um, And so... You guys can both sort of tell me, why do you think um, this is like an important thing that Semiamu does? Uh, well, Halloween for Hunger is something that Globalizers has been doing for a really long time, year after year. So it's kind of just part of like our school culture, I would say. It's a tradition. Um, and we always do it around Halloween time, hence the name Halloween for Hunger. And I think it's just a really important part of our school's um, like culture and identity as a whole. Um, because as a school, I think we're really good at giving back to our local community. So Halloween for Hunger is one of those opportunities where students can get together and show a bit of uh, school spirit. Um, school comes together and the, the donations made to our local food bank are um, under the name of Semiamu Secondary. So on the behalf of, of our school. Right. And so how has the um, fundraising and like collection of goods been going so far? Do you feel like you're getting the same amount that you usually get or how has it been going this year? Um, Well, so far, the first week has been going pretty good. Um, We're still, we're about to count the second week tomorrow on Monday. But yeah, so far it has been pretty good, but we would still want more. We're looking for that final push for that third week. Of course, of course. Yeah, so um, does the event, does it end on Halloween or does it end after Halloween? So the event ends November the 4th. November the 4th, so the end of this week. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I guess this episode will be coming out tomorrow, which is Monday. So yeah, so where can people bring the food items and money they'd like to donate? Well, uh, students can bring their non-perishable items or money to their Block A classes, H4H box or a class envelope. Perfect. And I believe there's a prize the classes can win, correct? Yeah. So um, for the last week of Halloween for Hunger, we will have a donut party for the classes who donate the most amount of non-perishable items and money. That's some good motivation. Yeah, I'm sure this campaign is really important this year, especially with like the rising grocery costs and everything. Food banks are reliance is going up in Canada more and more people are needing to access the food bank so yeah this is a really important campaign yeah definitely and just as we're approaching winter colder weather I think a lot of people 
um, especially those that are less fortunate, are forced to rely on food banks. So it's really important that we um, do our best um, to give back to our community and help the people that need assistance. For sure. All right. Well, if anybody wants to get involved with Globalizers, like how can they find you? When does your club meet? Tell a bit of information about that. Uh, for sure. Well, okay, Sen, go ahead. Uh, we meet at lunch in room 205, I believe in Miss Simpkins' room, just right yeah. in the social link. And you can also follow our Instagram at Semiamo Globalizers for more info. All right. Well, perfect. Make sure to check them out. Um, help out with the Halloween for Hunger campaign. Thank you, you guys, for doing this quick interview with us to talk about the campaign. No worries. All Thank right. You. Thank you. He did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster mash. I'm Cole Dirksen. And we are going to be today's host for this segment of the podcast, speaking about our favorite horror movies. Um, okay, let's start with just horror in general. So... Horror movies have been popular for many years, um, going all the way back to the 20s with the Universal monster flicks like Dracula and the Wolfman. But I wouldn't say it was until about 1970s where horror movies blew up. And the big horror movies for back then that I would list off would be Halloween, which just an instant classic, classic right? Classic, for sure. Like Michael Myers, oh, probably yeah. like one of the most recognizable characters. Absolutely, absolutely. And then probably Black Christmas, which I don't know if you've heard of this I've one. I've never heard of Black Christmas myself. Uh, Black Christmas, like what makes it so interesting was it was probably, it dates back to being the first slasher movie ever. So Black Christmas came before like Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, any of those. And it really just reinvented the horror genre after like uh, it was. Was like, it a Canadian film? Um. I don't think it was a Canadian film. I think they did a remake in Canada, yeah. though, but I can't confirm that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I might have heard that somewhere. And then I think what was also really popular in the 70s was the George A. Romero zombie films. Uh, there was Dawn of the Dead, which was the big one, um, which it, the zombie film that took place in the mall the whole time. Yes, yeah, I remember. That's a really good one. It's, oh, I gosh. Love that one. That's a really good like ahead of its time with just the gore factor and like how much they could have sh they actually got to show in a movie that went to theaters that's pretty great yeah and then um for the 70s i think those three are like the definitive three big ones of the 70s right um 80s was just a year of generic slashers mm -hmm. you know like halloween which was a direct copy of yeah or sorry friday the 13th Okay. Which was a direct copy of Halloween. Yeah, basically exact same thing. And then just a bunch of really B-grade movies happened. There wasn't anything too big except maybe Child's Play. That's a pretty big one. Yeah. Chucky's. Yeah. Still popular today. Yeah. Um, and then the 90s. That was where we got to see more interesting films for sure. We got Scream, which was like the first of its kind for how... Um, what's the word? Like, like satirical oh, it was like a little funny yeah yeah right. on its own horror movies that it was inspired by just poking fun of them all right um got the sixth sense which was one of the first horror movies ever to be nominated for best picture um which is one of the craziest endings ever um 
And those are probably the two highlights of the 90s. And then for the 20, like 2000s up to the 2010s-ish, that decade didn't have much going for it. It was a really bad year and everyone thought that the horror genre was like basically dead. Like, don't get me wrong. You had a few good ones. You had a American Psycho, which is still talked oh, yeah. about. That's, that's a big one Quite right now. prominently I've today. I've a bunch of with that. <laughs> I know. But other than that, nothing huge. But recently, um, not even just in the 2010s, like... Just in the last recent few yep. years, we've got some crazy ones. Like, like your, uh, would you like to talk about someone? Yeah, for sure. Maybe a, a pretty recent one. This is a big one. Nope. I'm sure you've probably seen of it or heard of it. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele's third film after Get Out and Us. All really good movies. That's a great one. Yeah. I mean, I saw Nope in theaters, and I can tell you I was definitely plugging my ears and covering my eyes for some scenes. Mm-hmm. And the themes that, like, Jordan Peele used to be a really funny comedian, but, like, now that he's getting into the horror genre, and not just horror, but, like, the themes that he's managing to get about just, like, his culture and um, making African-American characters more prominent, which is something you really have not seen uh, in the early days of horror... It's really, really good, and it works out really well. Um, and then here's, there's been a lot of underground ones. Mm-hmm. So I think the first one that we like to talk about is the Lighthouse, the right? The Lighthouse, I love the Lighthouse. So good. Oh man, that the Lighthouse is, for people who don't know, an incredibly disturbing film in mm-hmm. one setting, starring Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, and. Oh, Cole, would you like to talk about how crazy it was? Yeah, there are some uh, interesting scenes for sure. Like, uh, I don't know, the whole, if you haven't seen The Lighthouse, The Lighthouse is, well, maybe a little spoiler inbound, but if you haven't seen it by now, you probably won't, but uh, they're stuck in a lighthouse, and it's too stormy to leave, and they're slowly driven to insanity by their isolation. Yeah, and just that isolation aspect mm-hmm. they managed to get, it's it's insane. Uh, I love how it even keeps the, the viewer in suspense by saying, like, Okay, so were they crazy going in, or are they actually been here for months, even yeah. though it's only felt like two weeks, and they say right. it's two weeks? It's and, crazy. And the ending kind of threw a twist as well. It's like, were they really insane, or was it actually all happening? And there's some haunting imagery too. Yeah, there's also don't. It's also all in black and white, and uh, that probably yeah, just that's makes it even to, better. Yeah. Um, and there's so much like great dialogue between the two characters. Like the acting's incredible, and the, despite there not really being a definitive like monster, I think. The, actually, the monster is like the people themselves, like gradually exactly. losing their grasp. I really on like that look at it, and just the director in general, Robert Eagers, Um, That's his second film. His first one was The Witch in 2015, and his newest one is The Northman, which came out this year. And oh, I just love so how good. he's been able to do all folklorean tales and then just bring them like to the big screen. Something we never would have guessed we'd seen. Uh, like five years ago because no company would fund it but now companies are actually funding this which is just mm-hmm. amazing to see and i know the northman isn't a horror movie but the first two are like really good horror um and then here's an even more obscure one which we 100 percent recommend watching if you haven't heard of it it's called barbarian it's so good it's quite disturbing though there are some it's a little disturbing but it is really good like i was surprised it went in, it was totally under everybody's radar it released how much like uh it released ago, right? at the end of August. Right. And the whole, the best way to see it is just going in blind. So we're not going to talk about, like, the plot mm-hmm. exactly. Like, yeah. even the plot itself, if you search it up, it's a lie. The trailer hides everything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, going in blind was probably the best way to watch it. And um, it's really cool because 
not many people have heard about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Nobody was talking about it when it came out. Came out. It made a lot of money for that weekend because it was like the only movie that came out that weekend. And then it blew up because of that like weekend. It yep. went. It, I think it doubled in what it made the first week. I mean, it's pretty. I have barely seen anybody talk about it. I think I've seen one post on Instagram about it. It was just you know somebody's story, and they were like, "Oh, this is so good." But uh, it's insane. It's like a perfect mix of like horror and like uh, some good like cinematography, some nice shots where you, it's really really suspenseful as well. Some of the best and most unique cinematography that I've seen in a very long time. And what else I liked was the characterization, where it's like you don't know who the main character is at one point, and then he. Like, the director himself, whose name I don't can't think of off the top of my head, what I love is that he'll take characters that are just unlikable people. They're not nice mm-hmm. people, yeah. bad people, and then they make you, like, root for them in a sense where it's, like, it's you and them and the thing that I won't spoil. And you really don't want the thing to win, but at the same time, you kind of hope it wins. It's really, like, um, what's the word for it? good twists like i don't know dramatic oh, yeah, the, the twists and the, dr- like the drama were really good but like um what's it called when you want hold on we'll just cut this so yeah. like when you want one thing it's like uh indecisive yeah okay there we go it's really like indecisive in that sense because like makes the viewer like indecisive exactly yeah because it's like morally questioning you don't know who you want to win at this point because they're both really bad and yeah. i think that just adds to like the intensity and like the thought-provokingness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's just so good for good recent movie. horror movies. And then even in foreign countries, like they've had some of the scariest movies in a while, like Train to Busan, which that's is a good one. probably a one of my favorites right. ever. Yeah, that's actually really good. And then the Spanish horror film Rec or REC. I've um, never seen that. It's a found footage film, and I think it's probably the best <laughs> in found footage. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't think it's like toppable after i don't know how to explain it it was just really claustrophobic Uh and it actually managed to have good acting which i feel like all found footage movies don't have right trying to to force like the natural like part of the characters but they just kind of fall short is that it yeah that's what i thought about a lot of found footage horror like blair witch for instance but yeah um well that's double our time so we're gonna head it back to finn and thank you for listening. And Cole, any last words? No, oh, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one. This included Wolfman, Dracula, and his song. The scene was walking over taking the All right, so welcome, guys. We're doing an interview today with two of you, our new grade eight student council members. So Joelle and I both work on the podcast, and we do some student council work, as you probably know. And so we just wanted to welcome you today to sort of talk about you guys joining Student Council recently and Halloween, which will be wrapping up tomorrow. Halloween, right? <laughs> so I guess I'll start. Um, what motivated you guys to join Student Council? Anne, you gonna you wanna go first? Uh, I'll go first. So what motivated me to join was I wanted to like see how like events ran in and out of the school. And I wanted to, like, see how organization and, like, leadership took a role into play. And so I wanted to join that and help out with school community, with school events and around the school community. Cool. Yeah. All right. 
They don't want? Um, almost kind of same as Ayan, but one more reason I had was that I wanted to take additional responsibility other than my academics and my clubs. And again, Ayan's point that I want to want, since I'm new here, I wanted to know what, how, what, like what dates are celebrated here and how they're celebrated and other sorts, other parts of the school, like knowing events and stuff like that, so. Okay, um, what were your guys' favorite Halloween event or spirit day and why? Um, I would say it was either the Black Tie Day or the Haunted House. It was either one of those. Both of them were so good. Like I enjoyed have, uh, dressing formal, it was kind of cool. And the haunted house, uh, when we were uh, like uh, working on it in the light, it was like not that scary. But when you guys just turned off the lights, it was so scary when me and my class went through it. So yeah, it was kind of, it was super good. I enjoyed both of them. Awesome. My favorite, we, uh, my favorite event was probably the pumpkin pie eating contest with, and the haunted house because like they were both um pretty well organized and uh yeah, and my favorite like like spirit day was probably anything but a bag day because um a lot of people brought in some really cool stuff and I like the organization and ideas in that. Perfect. And then stepping away from Halloween for a second, um what would you guys say are some maybe bigger events that you're looking forward to for the rest of the year? You know, we've got 10 days of Christmas coming up, we're going to have spring fling, uh, summer carnival. What are some events you're looking forward to and why? So I'm really, really looking forward to 10 days of Christmas because it's it's a big event and uh, like we're going to have a lot of events because it's a big celebration. I'm looking forward to that and can't wait for what you guys are going to bring up. And also I'm looking forward to spring carnival. It sounds cool and I'm pretty sure everybody's going to enjoy that because it's finally going to start getting a bit hotter and not staying like super cold or something. Yeah. Um, an event that I'm looking forward to is also 10 days of Christmas because, like, we're going to decorate, like, the whole school and we're going to make it, like, Christmassy themed and everything. That's going to be really, like, cool and chill and stuff. <clears throat> and I'm also looking towards, like, the Santa breakfast, uh, the, like, because um, my brother, he did it a couple years ago and he was just at the school, but he just graduated. And he told me it was probably, like, one of the most fun events he's ever done with student council. So. There we go. Awesome. Well, yeah. Um, thank you guys for allowing us to just ask you these couple of questions. We're so excited for a year ahead with you guys on Student Council. Um, and if anybody's interested to learn more about Student Council events, they can go to at Stuko on Instagram. We also make announcements a lot. And yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. Thank you guys so much. It's now the monster mash, and it's a great.